Hello everyone and welcome back to Video Games Are the Worst Thing on Earth. I'm Alton, with me as always is Reese. Hello. And joining us as always is Kay. Hey Kay, how's it going? Hey. Uh, everyone's being very sexy for some reason. I guess that's that right. I've just spontaneously this... decided that. <laughs> no, this is the episode where we talk about the horny. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. We, this is the sexy episode. We We're put, all fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we put a a, a a kabash kabosh on a horny ever since the last episode where we talked about the saga where uh, Master Chief suit jacks him off. But now we're talking about Horny once again, thanks to uh, a renowned and respected series, Resident Evil. We, we were in an, uh, an anti-Horny vigil ever since we found out that Master Chief, shoot, <laughs> Master Chief Suit doesn't jack him off. Mm -hmm. We were just, it really upset us and we're like, we're never going to be Horny again. But, but something has awakened us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we thought it would be a good idea just to go through... You know, we usually have a segment on here called the Salt Mines, where we read off people being, like, incredibly salty to just insignificant things. This time, it's more like we're, <laughs> we're looking at all the people who's asking for the vampire mommy to step on them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it might hit a, hit a little bit close to home uh, for some of us, because apparently Kay has been horny posting. <laughs> <laughs> about uh the resident evil vampire lady okay would you like to explain your crimes well i would like to say in my defense before mm -hmm. i am i am put in before the uh the firing squad before that, you uh, are bonked I... by the the meme dog for being horny <laughs> before i am bonked <laughs> to death yeah mm -hmm. uh that i i did so um, from a place of ironic reverence. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. Irony. It gets you out of anything. It's like saying uh, <laughs> in Minecraft when you want to kill the president. <laughs> Boom. Boom. I wasn't horny. I was being ironic. That's when how all those SS officers got to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do not count myself amongst them. But yeah, as as you uh, uh, alluded to, the the foot people have really gotten kind of out of hand yeah. in the wake of this event. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just jump straight into it. Let's look at some of these fucking incredible tweets. I've posted a few of them. I've got this one here from at artsycams who says, "I want the tall vampire lady from Resident Evil Village to step on me." <laughs> yeah, which I yeah. think is yeah. a very common sentiment. Uh, surprisingly or i guess unsurprisingly it's an evolution in expression of horny thought uh, i would mm -hmm. say in the past five years that whenever uh, you're attracted to somebody you just type out i want this person to rip me limb from limb mm -hmm. and i think <laughs> we are seeing a renaissance of that with uh countess Dem i don't know how to pronounce her name uh demestru like that i'm not even sure listen her official canonical name is just vampire mommy okay very mm. countess vampire mommy <laughs> <laughs> um and it, it's been such a it's been such a craze and i just uh, we're gonna get into the official response from uh the resident evil developers soon because that's going to be a hoot but here's a here's another tweet uh from philip defranco on february 1st 
half my timeline is politics slash stock market talk, and the other half really wants tall vampire lady to step on them. <laughs> oh, that was a hell of a week, man. I know. Uh, I don't think we're ever we're ever gonna get such a beautiful a beautiful week this year again this year. It's all gonna be just like dog shit, bad things happening. <laughs> but, but but stonks and just the the mommy's aunts was chef's kiss. Absolutely. I, I who would like to read this official response from Resident Evil Games? I would. Oh. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Reese. So. Uh, Resident Evil, <laughs> Capcom got wind what's going on over here in America. Mm -hmm. and they, they tweeted, uh, your love for Lady Demestriscu is loud and clear. Here's a message from Ari Village art director Tomonori Tanako, along with a very curious fact you may have wondered about. Hello, everyone. I'm Tomonori Tanako, art director on Resident Evil Village. I wanted to use this opportunity to publicly reflect on the outpouring of positivity we've received. Yeah, that's from definitely Japan. what's been pouring out. <laughs> white and sticky positivity. <laughs> As a representative of the development team, thank you to all the fans who continue to follow us. Most recently, Lady Vampire Mommy and her daughters have received <laughs> a fair amount of attention far more than we anticipated. It's great that they're able to take the spotlight as icons of Resident Evil Village. Lady Vampire Mommy especially <laughs> has received much fanfare, both domestically and overseas, which has made all of us in the development team extremely happy. I hear her height is something of interest. Good God. If you include her hat and high heels... She's 2.9 meters, approximately 9 feet 6 inches tall. These bewitching vampire characters are relentless in their pursuit of Ethan, and I can't wait for you to meet them yourselves when you enter Castle whatever in May. <laughs> Dimitrescu? Dimitrescu? Dimitrescu. I, 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 I think Vampire Dimitrescu. Mommy. Is, is, Castle Vampire <laughs> Mommy in May. That's such a fucking good name. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. I love it. And I am uh, a massive Resident Evil fan. Yeah. And it's so funny to me that Resident Evil 7 has this absolutely disgusting set of characters in uh, 7. Mm -hmm. that are it's like it's a I, I really like it but it's like vile like back yeah. and forth and in this one they're just like what if we made it horny what if yeah. we just went weird and there's, it seems like there's a lot of gross stuff in the game but like the mommy is definitely horny and then she's got the four daughters and i don't know if you actually watched the trailer but they're like running around and squealing like man blood they're like they're excited so right, yeah. uh i'm i cannot wait for the energy that is, it's, I think it is going to psychically destroy this country, and I welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely is, like, crypto horny. You know what I mean? It's like, they're yeah. like, ah, oh, this is going to be horrifying. This is going to be so gross and disgusting, and the people are just like, yes, I love it. Step on me. <laughs> uh, and it's so funny, too, because nothing in Resident Evil has been horny. You know, like, sometimes there's some, like, like stupid video game outfits. But they ne there's never never anything actually like that's an attempt at sexy. It's always like very 
wooden kind of performance stuff. Yeah. And then at eight, they're just like, what if this one, we just went all the way. And uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think I'm ready. Do you think it was intentional? I like. Yes. I Absolutely. I just, I just so? want to say, like, even before getting into her height, like, they made her so thick. All right. Like, there's nothing really, like, she gets, like, weird, like, blade fingers at one point, but the other, like, that's, you know, pretty surface level. There's nothing really, like, grotesque or unattractive about her. Like, they definitely did this on purpose. And then the decision to make her 10 feet tall, that's just, I mean, that's just sort of a, a divine inspiration right there, isn't it? Just sort of, yeah. some artists are touched by, by God, you know. <laughs> was on purpose uh, there's not god touching them they're definitely touching themselves <laughs> yeah i i don't think they were really expecting for this to hit home in this way they like saw the like the hulking ghoul from like uh pt and they're like well this is a vampire so we can't make them look all weird and gross like a ghoul but we do want them to be intimidating so let's make her nine foot six inches tall yeah mm. um i think there's a decent chance that these characters may not have featured as heavily in the game as they are going to when it is released i think uh it's possible they're making some changes after this yeah, that's uh, quite uh, possible response. i mean it's like from the gameplay footage we have seen there's like a big chunk of the game happens in the the you know the village part of the game yeah like the demo that they showed was in the mansion, but every Resident Evil game has like very discrete parts, and right. usually they don't have a lot to do with each other. And it, and I bet that there there's a castle part of the game that you know these these characters feature very heavily, and then you know it's you know one or two cutscenes after that. Right. Uh, well, I would just like to read some more of the comments uh, in response to. You know that are appreciating this uh mm -hmm. from platonic at platonic games we're curious what size are her feet <laughs> i warned you the foot guys god damn it yeah and this is the <laughs> the official account of platonic the creators of ukulele <laughs> oh my god so this is oh, a check mark account asking what size the the vampire mommy's feet are You'll have to buy the game to find out. Oh my god, look at this. Somebody's replying with just a somebody with like a belt <laughs> around their neck just choking themselves with a VR helmet on. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, and if you click on it, it shows... <laughs> it's like the top image is like where the vampire lady's like holding someone up by their throat and the bottom image is somebody choking themselves with a belt and the VR helmet yeah. on. Jesus Christ. People people got goddamn horny about this. Yeah, uh let's see Markiplier is in the um the comments just saying 9 foot 6. Oh my god. <laughs> this tweet has 185,000 likes. <laughs> well, it's it's fair to say that this has this has awakened something uh, mm -hmm. on Twitter. Like this is this has clearly been the awakening for a, a whole group of people. It's like I've I've seen people I've never seen horny post before being like, I want I want the vampire mommy to choke me. 
You are witness to a great becoming of people <laughs> becoming horny. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, it's it's like the Resident Evil mod scene is already one of the most depraved places on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, just like if do not go to Nexus mods and look for anything unless you want to find out uh, there's a pregnant Jill mod or something. Oh my oh, god! But, uh, but I just I'm not ready. I'm really just not ready for what this is going to unleash. It's going to be quite um, a lot. I'm going to say I'm ready. You're ready? <laughs> <laughs> I've been training yeah, I'm, I'm my whole life for vampire mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready for, for whatever's going to happen. I want to see Kay's tweet. I want to see Kay's tweet about it <laughs> before we move on. My, my tweets weren't that colorful. In uh, one of them, just from memory, and one of them, I just say, um, "So I am going to be uh, playing Resident Evil Eight when it comes out." That was like right after the trailer dropped. Oh yeah, not to be horny on main, but I will be playing Resident Evil Village when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> one of your sponsors is adding tall vampires to your CIA dossier. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, who's ready to move on to our next topic? We have a fun episode for everyone today, because we, you know, we just want to take a, a, a break from some of the more serious talk conversations, and we really want to get into some of, like, the most absurd things that we've seen on the internet recently. Alright, so Reese, it, Reese introduced me to this, and when he told me, I was like, what? Uh, so, Reese, why don't you give us an introduction to this topic? Okay, um, so... I have a problem in that <laughs> I play World of Warcraft sometimes. Yeah. And I saw this, I was looking over like boss guides for like the raid for the new expansion. And I was like, no, no, I, and no. And then like, I saw more people post about it and it's like, there's no other way. It can be anything else. They made Cumtown a raid boss in WoW. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Uh, Go sticking with our vampire theme. Um, mm-hmm. The raid takes place in a vampire castle, and one of the fights is called the Council of Blood. Uh, you know, a liquid. The the other most important liquid, <laughs> other than cum. <laughs> you fight Baroness Frida, Castellan mm-hmm. Nicholas, and Lord Savros. <laughs> and if you're unfamiliar, there's a podcast called Come Town which is uh, quite popular. It's very off-color, likes to use slurs a lot as their punchline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they have... It's hosted by Adam Friedland, Nick Mullen, and Stavi Baby. I don't know his name. Stavros um, Halkius. Yeah, and... It's my turn to admit I have a problem. I've listened to Come Town. <laughs> I just think it's... To me, it's much funnier that Cumtown exists than it is to actually listen to it. Uh, right. <laughs> but I, I wanted, I looked into this after Reese told me I couldn't fucking believe it. And I, uh, when I did a quick Google search on like, um, I think it's like on the IGN message board or something. Like there, there was a thread called "Lol." They put the host of Cumtown in World of Warcraft, and the the first post is by Rommel <laughs> McDommel. 
uh, a picture of Erwin Rommel, uh, photoshopped to look like Ronald McDonald. They're even named after a bodily fluid, and they made Adam a girl and suggest you kill him first, lol. And the, the, fir the first, and as far as I'm aware, only response to this thread was, uh, some guy called Gwyn Gwyn said, What? Just <laughs> <laughs> and and it's really true in the dynamic adam is lowest on the totem pole mm -hmm. and they always call him a woman they always make fun of him and they always say he's gay <laughs> he's a bug that's my favorite uh adam joke and yeah. that's <laughs> and and it just this is like the core demographic perfect. is nazi clowns so it's so perfect that this is who posted it <laughs> Oh my god, so yeah. And the, 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 the reaction from somebody who doesn't know what comes out is, you just, what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I mean, the people who know who, what Comptown is and or who play WoW, their minds are blown out through the back of their skull right now. And everyone else, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You freak. <laughs> So I've never listened to Come Town or played WoW because I I, I respect myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess all I have to say is, are you telling me there's a whole town made of cum? That's right. Come, yeah. come. There's a cum village. Grounds made of cum. Houses made of cum. Is that like Capcom HQ or? No. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be my room after I play Resident Evil: The Village. <laughs> no, it's even worse. It's Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh one of the people one thing to point out is that we have a council of blood quick tips and castle nathria um so they recommend that you kill baroness frida first which is very funny uh baroness frida also has an ability called drain essence <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is so fucking funny. That they just like, yeah, we've got a we're going to make you have a move called come. Oh. I mean, and I say this as somebody who plays the, the game has its hooks in me. And so it's it's also like a very sanitized game in a lot of ways. Like, you know, it's amazing to me that this this got through. I mean, it, it's not a surprise because I can't imagine that the, the censors at Blizzard know exactly, what exactly. it is. There was one guy who was like Ronald Mc... Ronald... Rommel McDonald. Ronald was designing this. <laughs> and then all the other designers were just like, what? <laughs> well, they were just like, uh, they were just like, maybe, uh, you know, uh, Nicholas isn't the name we want. And the guy was like, I feel very strongly that it's Nicholas Stavros and Baroness Frida. Like, okay, man. All right. You helped me move that one time. It's on you. Um, yeah. He like, it's like, I personally take on responsible, full responsibility for this project. All right. The Frida needs to have an attack called Drain Essence because she's a vampire, clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I pointed out by noble freethinker <laughs> Shogoth. Yes. Uh, an attack, drain essence. So fucking funny. So at Garlicork, he posted something that is referenced to one of our previous episodes about the about Riot and how they stole some person's like likeness for one of their characters. <laughs> yeah. Riot, a guy with no influence in the process, may or may not have based a character on his generic e-girl GF, Blizzard. We put Cumtown in World of Warcraft and made Adam a woman. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> there is a character in that zone, but not part of the fight, 
that <laughs> named Halkius the sin-stained Goliath. <laughs> oh my god. So they just went... Somebody went like fog wild on this. Give, give that man all of Bobby Cuddock's uh, profits. That's right. Yes, correct. That's all. That's all I have to say about the Come Town reference yeah. in World of Warcraft. There's nothing you can really say. It's just we people must know Come Town. Yes, Come Town <laughs> is in World of Warcraft now. Yeah, they can never, yeah. never be removed. Craft. World of Comecraft. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, it was either going to be a Chapel reference or a Come Town reference that hits WoW, uh, and uh, I guessed a Chapel reference, but uh, shows what I know. So now Continuing it's time to move on to the realm horny. Yeah, somehow we've I don't we didn't uh deliberately pick this theme for the episode, but oh okay. Reese this was this was my design. Reese has secretly snuck in references to all the come town characters uh on our show. <laughs> and we were just we just didn't know what they were, so we let them slap uh slip by. Well I just meant that I I, I uh I, I wanted to do as much horny horny content this episode as possible. Excellent. Well, you got your wish because recently Bioware is making a few changes to some of the Mass Effect cutscenes. Uh, this is an article from PC Gamer, and it basically it uh, it talks about the Mass Effect uh, like I guess remaster that's coming out, and how apparently there were scenes in the original that just had gratuitous shots of Miranda's ass. Yeah. And it's not just that; it would be stuff like where she's like. With with tears, uh, you know, being held back, uh, you can hear the emotion in her voice. She talks about, like, her father abused her. And it's just like 60% of the screen are just the, the those massive globes just right in your face. <laughs> it's, it's very stupid. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible to me that, like, <laughs> that this somehow got through. But then again, when did the original Mass Effect come out? Like 2010-ish? Yeah. yeah. A, different, a different age. <laughs> yeah, it was still legal to have an ass back then. <laughs> and now, now Bioware is censoring, censoring asses everywhere. And the gamers, yeah. you better believe they are furious. Oh, yeah. So let's just get straight into the salt. This is the salt mines, everyone. Welcome to the salt mines. People are mad that they can't look at the ass. You know, rightfully so. Their civil liberties are being uh, that's denied. right. That's at the top of the Constitution, really. <laughs> I, I have to admit here, uh, a little little bit of confession time. Normally, when people do this, I'm not a big anime guy or whatever, so I just laugh at them. But there's a very small part of me who, uh, when they saw they're taking the asses out of Mass Effect, I was just like, "No, they're taking away, <laughs> they're taking away my." Not my, not my childhood, my history. Uh, looking <laughs> at that ass for, for dozens of hours, and I, I won't stand for this SJW censorship. I can't believe they're taking the ass out of Mass Effect. Now it's just M Effect. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but, but Damn. I, did, I did figure out a solution. I got a piece of printer paper. I printed out uh, Miranda's ass. I'm going to tape it over my second monitor <laughs> while I play, yeah. and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Uh, we were looking around for salt on this one. We were like, we heard, we've heard from some of our viewers 
very very helpful viewers pointing out to us that there's been some uh salt regarding this shout out specifically to at uh lucky linkst um for calling this calling our attention to this and i was really disappointed when we couldn't find anything from one angry gamer i i could yeah. have sworn that they would have said something about it one angry gamer is a shell of his former self we we couldn't find much of anything about him being angry he just seemed to be a gamer and uh that's, that's false advertising and we will be suing <laughs> Yeah, we're going to sue one angry gamer for all the missing content we wanted to get from him as our our one of our our premier lol cows of the Vigato yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. stable. If one angry gamer isn't posting articles that a Twitter account with 8 followers didn't like a Steam game uh with 8 downloads, uh, I'm I'm just not interested in his content anymore. Exactly. If he's not like blowing up like three pixels of a screenshot from Celeste and saying that this is a fucking problem because there's a trans flag in it uh, <laughs> and saying he can't look away. That's uh, it's just it's just not the same anymore. I, I think that might have broken him a little bit. I think bullying might work. Yeah, I mean that's the, damn that that is good for the thesis of this podcast, really. That bullying works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you should do it well i mean if anything somehow somehow chuck wendig and um bob chipman have both blocked me and like i've never directly interacted with them in a, in a negative way so i i've got to oh. believe that either you would, they nerd pretty you would we both were pretty h it on wendig we, we didn't add him right but it's very easy for those tweets to float over yeah. <laughs> but, Do you guys make enemies? Um, no, no, never. I never okay. make enemies. Never make enemies on on twitter.com. Telling yeah. lies? I'm I'm making enemies. Just <laughs> yesterday I tweeted Bernie Sanders was a king to someone named Donna Diva who was really upset uh, about his crimes against Deer Tandon. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> She got upset about it, and I felt good about that. So, uh, I'm a bad person. I'm what makes social media bad. I'm a Bernie bro. We are Bernie bro goblins. We love it. I mean, I love it. That's like this whole show about... Without further ado, let's get into some of the salt. I want to read out some of these. Me Day Every Day says, Never imagined PC gaming would have a double meaning. This, the world is turning into a sad place. <laughs> this guy is so fucking blackpilled by Bioware right yeah, now. Yeah, he's just like, I never imagined PC gaming would have a double meaning. It's politically correct. And <laughs> this is what this guy is fucking saying. This, the world is turning into a sad place. Like, Texas is just frozen over with, like, like dozens of people being killed by freezing to death. And this guy is just like fucking <laughs> the world is a dark place. I cannot see Miranda's ash cheeks <laughs> gratuitously anymore. It's like um it's like from uh Dark Knight Rises where Bane is like uh I was born in the shadows. It's like that. That's that's just gonna have that sort of a moment. Yeah. He's just gonna turn into the fucking Joker. 
and just like <laughs> blow up like a government building and just be like, you shouldn't have taken out Miranda's ass. <laughs> Whatever gets him there. All right. Some men just want to watch Miranda's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the money. It's about being <laughs> horny. <laughs> All right. Who wants to read this tweet? I posted in article links. Okay. I will read this very well. So Screwball says, and suddenly I am a lot less interested, not because of butts, but because of mentality of changing aspect of the game that doesn't improve anything is indicative. Amen, brother. (laughs) 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 Just like he's, he's doing systemic critique. He's saying this is merely mm-hmm. a symptom of a, of a <laughs> deeper underlying issue of people who want to take asses out of video games. <laughs> the real systemic oppression. Now, uh, I think, Reese, you should read this one, but does, does anyone know what bounding into comics is? Is that that, like, comics gate ass outlet or whatever? Maybe? I don't, I don't know. Not sure. I can't remember. I I vaguely remember bounding in comics. Uh, he has somewhere. a gab account, so I think it's safe to say, yeah, he's oh, okay. Yeah, I I like there was this 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 mini GamerGate that happened a couple of years ago called like ComicsGate, and it was, if anything, it was somehow if anything even more pathetic than GamerGate because it's just like who gives a shit? Well, with GamerGate, there were actually some like bigger people who like kind of supported it. And there was like a lot of like, like madness just like swept over the internet for like two months about it. But with the comics gate thing, it was just like the least pleasant comics people online, like just harassing like three women on Twitter. And you're just like, come on, this, this, this is, this is even worse somehow. You can make Garfield comics for a living. How can you feel the need to justify? Actually, no, that makes sense. They need to f- feel the need to justify their existence because what they make a, a product for children that they enjoy mm-hmm. as adults. Which is, of course, what we do, you know, with video games. But we're self-aware about it, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's fine. It's fine. Don't make us think about it. Yeah, obviously... Obviously, video games are definitely for children, especially games like Warhammer Total War, which, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, it teaches kids about, it's an educational game. It teaches them about economy, teaches Mm -hmm. them about risk management, about strategic uh, problem-solving skills. It's like Hooked on Phonics for the new generation. (laughs) Introduce your kids to fascism early. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, all right, why don't you read this out for us, Reese? So yeah, the, there was a tweet about the sexualized cutscenes being cut out. According to Walters, Kevin actually called out some camera cuts that were just, why was that focusing on Miranda's butt? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a hilarious screenshot about it. Then what's the fucking point in buying it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't believe that, like, there's something wrong with these people. Like, they're literally just... There's so many people being, like, literally unplayable. And it's like... 
they just changed the camera. Like, what did you fucking play Mass Effect for? Like, the the 40-hour story and campaign? Or just, like, the, the cumulative, like, five minutes of looking at Miranda's ass during those 40 hours? I think you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes is more than they need. Oh! That's why everyone was pissed about 3's ending, is that it didn't have Miranda's ass in it. Just like, mm-hmm. just like a fucking a giant, like apocalypse scale Miranda's ass comes out of nowhere and just crushes, like the 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 alien like Reaper ships or whatever. <laughs> that would have been a better ending. <laughs> that would have been amazing, honestly. Can you ima- just horny out of nowhere? Just insanely then- horny out for no reason, out of nowhere. Uh- I'm imagining the like the bland video game choice you would have to make at the end about Miranda's ass. You'd just be like, on the left, keep Miranda's ass. On the right, let Miranda's ass go away. And in the middle, both. <laughs> <laughs> which is which was the which is if I recall, sort of the decision matrix for the end of Mass Effect Three too. Yeah. Yeah, everyone apparently I've never played Mass Effect 3, so I all I know about is secondhand accounts of how badly the ending sucked. Uh and it's I think it was like just a very like safe bland choice. I think if it was in any other video game it would be unremarkable, but is it just, you know, it I think it's a great game that fumbled right there at the end. And that sucks, but I don't know. I think it's very silly that everybody kind of went ape shit about it. I think that um, it's it was long enough ago that people hadn't realized yet that when a game really bigs up how much your choices matter, that that's not um, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Like there's limitations to how much game you can write, and like yeah. you know your choices might affect a few characters or a few events, but everyone was expecting this big like cumulative impact from your choices and then at the end you just kind of make a a binary choice or no Mm. trinary there's three options you walk into one of the three colored beams to decide how the ending goes and everyone was like oh so it didn't really matter that much everything else i did huh yeah honestly it kind of reminds me of like the ending scene of like fallout 3 where it's just sort of like you have to walk into the radioactive chamber Oh, what? Yeah. No, you can't send your super mutant companion who's immune to radiation. <laughs> it's like, you've got to do it. <laughs> um, but there were, there were dozens of games that I played that had that exact same formula because that is kind of the best you could do with those kind of choices in games. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think New Vegas is special in the way that it managed to to suss that out but there's a reason new vegas is by far the best one you know it's it's hard to do i mean also new vegas is one game not three games which is sort of like the Mm -hmm. compounding effect of like the the fractal endings it's like you have frac you have like all the different endings for mass effect one and then you got to account for them in mass effect two and then you got to account for all of those in mass effect three which is just like which is just exponentially more work. Yeah, it became impossible by three, um, which, which is a big part of why so many things about it were disappointing, I think, to people. Because you just it, you just can't. You just can't do it <laughs> too much. Yeah, and now <laughs> the final straw is that they've removed Miranda's ass, so we'll be boycotting. Yeah. yeah. 
the Mass yeah. Effect games for all time. They're going on the pod podcast blacklist. Yeah, unless unless they replace every shot of Miranda's ass with Garrus ass, then mm, no. And now we're talking. Cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, Rex's ass. Oh <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. You're a man of culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends on the choices you make in the game. <laughs> mm, of course, that's of course. A, <laughs> that should be the, the fucking multi-choice <laughs> ending for Mass Effect. Which ass do you want to zoom in on the whole game? <laughs> no, I'd say it's there's three giant asses, and you have to walk to pick one individual of ass beam. Miranda's ass, Rex's ass. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a. It's just like a, a UFO-esque like uh, tractor beam coming out of each ass and you can yeah, get exactly. sucked into one of them. Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, I think we've made a better game. Bioware, do it. Put it in the game. There's still time. Yeah, yeah and make, exactly. And make, and make the main villain a vampire mommy just for, just for extra points. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I can't believe they've never... Not, none of the villains in, um, in Mass Effect were ever a, a, a massive vampire mommy. They I can't believe that uh, the hosts of Cumptown were never in Mass Effect. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> as oh far my, as you know. Imagine a fucking Mass Effect style, or Bioware style, like, party roster type game, like uh, Dragon Age or Mass Effect, where, like, on your, on your home base, you just have, like, fucking Stavros <laughs> Halkius, Nick Mullen, and, like, oh my god. And talk about over sexualized. It'd just be like Stavros is just nude the entire time. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, just imagine like a like a, a party style game where like your companions are fucking uh, the fucking come down crew. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that, that would sound. be insane. I, I will that. not imagine this. I, I will. I would play that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, all right. I found a couple more little Mass Effect tidbits here in Very Salt well. Mine content that i would like to draw attention to the Go first ahead. one is a comment that I uh, that made me laugh where it's the uh, baloney sandwich says anything to make less coomers is good which <laughs> <laughs> that's right and uh, i love that there are steam curators already like upset about the mass effect legendary edition letting you know like cut content police says Censored content. Camera angles change to show less booty, mostly on Morana. Femship upskirt camera was altered during some sitting scenes. Game has not been released yet. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no thanks. Wait, where was that? That was on... Uh, it's in Salt Mines content. Oh, okay, okay. There is some oh guy who just lists every Cut single content game. police. And it's just like 90% Steam porn games that have like sensor uh patches right um and then mass effect legendary edition which is not <laughs> out yet holy shit but the funniest thing i found because I, I searched sjw miranda <laughs> and it came up <laughs> with this from kotaku in action and so i just i would like to just read this uh if it pleases the pod continue oh yes this this is not related to mass effect but still the SJW Miranda writes. <laughs> this is the top result. <laughs> Holy shit. You have the right to remain offended. Anything <laughs> that is said or done will offend you. <laughs> you have the right to pretend to talk to a lawyer and say you're going to sue someone out of existence. 
If you cannot afford a lawyer, you can start a Patreon and spend that money on whatever you like. You can decide at any time to exercise these rights and or call people racist, homophobic, transphobic instead of entering in any type of debate. 30 seconds after submission and I'm down to vote. Smiley wow. face. This is so, actually amazing. I actually think this, wow. these rights sound pretty dope. Yeah, this is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically just... I, I'm reading these rights to myself every time I get into a fight online. That's right. So what I'm really hearing is that the podcast has a right to a Patreon, um, so people should uh, give money to it. Yes, we're trying yeah. to afford a lawyer, um, <laughs> but we can spend the money on whatever we like. Yeah. Yeah, it, it gets a little uh, vague there. I think that they're implying that, like, oh, they're gonna, they say they're gonna get a lawyer to sue someone, but they're actually just gonna spend it on whatever they like. And it's just sort of like, yeah, that's based. Yeah, hell yeah. It's 100%. I mean, it's, it, it's based on the fury of Zoe Quinn's Kickstarter video game, where she raised, like, I don't know, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars, and didn't quite have enough to complete the game. And people were like, "Well, what did you spend the money on?" And everybody on there was like, "We got, we got paid a living wage." Yeah. And they're just, "Well, that's still. stealing." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, failed Kickstarter. That's the first time that's happened. Oh my God. Uh, so, but yeah. they, they have held on to it. Um, there is another. Uh, Gamergate shithead that I uh, I tune into because my brain is broken, mm -hmm. and she is always like she considers herself a a game journalist and is part like half of her gaming journalism is like checking in on the silence for Zoe Quinn's Kickstarter. It's just like I I love it. I I I love the obsession with it. Anyways, some people have had their lives and brains ruined by something that happened in 2014 been seven years yeah yeah <laughs> unlike us who have had our brains ruined by things much more recent yeah exactly like normal people yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> we're getting i think the thing is with us is that all the old things that ruined our brains are pretty much forgotten because there's a new thing to ruin our brains every like week basically yeah it pushes everything out it's sort of like you know i can't even remember like what what was ruining my brain in like 2017 because in the last like two months there's been like you know the the coup attempt in like washington dc there's been like a fucking national disaster in texas it's just sort of like how am i how am i supposed to like obsess about something seven years ago when i can't remember like last week I mean, fuck, I, I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning because afterwards I logged on to Twitter.com and mm -hmm. every all the storage in my brain was cleared out and replaced with uh, every stupid thing that uh, Keir Starmer had to say today. It was oh, great. Oh, no. <laughs> There's nothing else in there. Yeah, I'm sure that it was <laughs> a thorough cleansing of the mind. We have another, another <laughs> new story, which is concerns the the harry upcoming harry potter game um apparently somebody looked up like the lead developer's name and found an anti-sjw youtuber mm -hmm. uh, who is in fact the the lead developer on the game 
Uh, I mean, I would just like to draw attention to the last video that went up on their channel entitled Violence, Video Games, and <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah, I am not. It's 26 minutes long. I am not prepared to look at that, even though I'm sure it would just be like brain worms all the way down. Oh, here's mm -hmm. another one from three years ago. The injustice of social justice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there's a lot. Their biggest one is all Gamergate shit. You know, oh, mm. we're the, a game developer responds to Anita Sarkeesian. And it's, it's just such absurd nonsense to me. I, I think this is the right guy to be heading up a Harry Potter game, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it fits. It's it's so funny to me that they made this big deal. It's like, no, this is this will be the good Harry Potter for all of you woke people. Uh, and then oh, oh yeah, you remember that statement that like they they tried to make when like the uh, J.K. Rowling's like transphobia really hit like a a high point. They were like, yeah. you know, J.K. Rowling is not officially involved in a creative capacity of the game. It's like, yeah, but she still gets like fucking royalties for everything with yeah. the word Harry Potter in the fucking name. I'm excited to discover this person's opinions on trans people. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're wonderful. Here's one of my yeah. favorites. It's okay to be a gamer. People like that just fucking sicken me. They like, they hear people making fun of gamers and they're, they, they just immediately go like, they're making fun of my innocent hobby. Not, you know, they definitely aren't making fun of the fact that I am just a social recluse weirdo who harasses women. <laughs> the one that particularly disgusts me is in defense of John Lasseter, who's like a, a big Pixar guy who got me tooed. Oh no! And, it's, and I, I don't even know like the details of of what's going on with him. But it's not like he was found not not guilty. It's just this guy saw a millionaire who was like accused of being a sex pest and was like time to make a video to defend him. He, I don't know him. He's going to be totally okay. There's not, he's not going to go to jail or anything. It's just like people yelled at him, at him on Twitter for like mm -hmm. a week. I uh, just, just, I find that to be a, a particular bugbear of mine. Like I find that the defending millionaires who are obviously have done something shitty and just like that impulse to do so is mm -hmm. so fucking disgusting to me. Yeah, it's just trained to be a bootlicker as like a knee-jerk response. Here's a fun thing. Uh, in praise of cultural appropriation. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible to me. This guy's just like, oh, you think things are these things are bad? Actually, they're very good. They're very good. Oh, and another uh, example of that, of course, is his video, It's Okay to Be a Gamer. That's the same sort of situation yeah, exactly. there. Just, no, no, wrong, bad, bad Troy. <laughs> exactly. And the, uh, the, th the thumbnail features Mario giving a reassuring thumbs up. I just want mm -hmm. everyone to know that. Exactly. I, want to rub, I want to rub his nose in his YouTube channel and go, no, <laughs> not no. okay to be a gamer. <laughs> Bad. Shake the no-no can at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's something directly related to what we were talking about. Pretty Polly's the myth of the male gaze in video games. When there's literally fucking screenshots of Miranda talking about her abusive father while gazing directly at her ass. 
Movie Bob, before he became a Warren supporter, had a video that was kind of the same thing, where he's like, sexism in games? Have you heard of Princess Peach? <laughs> and it's like one of his first videos. Uh, it's, it's the exact same sort of notion. I love that this guy, I'm looking through all of his his videos, and I love that this guy apparently has some sort of beef with Black Pigeon Speaks. Because he's made several response videos to like Black Pigeon apparently like being very negative about atheism. So he's like, in response to Black Pigeon's atheism is vacuous. Wow. And then there's like the next one that's like, on point response to Black Pigeon Speaks, atheism isn't edgy or amazing. It's just like, so this is like a reactionary who's still like of like the edgy atheist wing. Uh, of like the the 2012-2013 era. So instead of J.K. Rowling, we have this dipshit who who doesn't even pretend to have a veneer of anything feminist or or anything generous about him. At least J.K. Rowling, you know, has given some of her money away or whatever. This guy is just a a little mushroom hog. He's awful. He's a, <laughs> a he's the worst hog. thing you can be a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking it's, It shouldn't be allowed. Exactly. Oh, and if anyone's wondering, yes, he does have a video about The Last Jedi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Can you guess what he thinks of it? <laughs> he likes it? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he loves it, totally. Oh, okay. I actually missed <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> it's called Saving The Last Jedi 12 Script Changes to Save The oh, Last Jedi. Oh, my God. There's nothing fucking more. There's nothing fucking worse than like a reactionary pedantic. Yeah. He's just sort of like, well, you see, if you change these scenes and the last Jedi, it would actually be good. Just like, no <laughs> one gives a shit. You can't fucking change it. It's done. The last Jedi is the worst discourse of all time. I would rather people just be like advocating for genocide than <laughs> hear about <laughs> the crimes of Rian Johnson at this point. It's... Yeah, I'd rather talk so... about that than fucking Star Wars, man. God damn. Yeah. It's 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 just such a baby brain shit. There was a whole yeah. period of like internet drama that the pod stayed out of because it was so miserable and like it wasn't fun. It was just abject boredom and misery like distilled. It was like the Last of Us Part Two discourse and then the fucking uh Last Jedi discourse. Somehow, both of those things, I couldn't pay attention to them because it just, like, my eyes glazed over the second I saw it. Yeah, like, shit like that is such pure culture war that there's not, there's not even, like, a, a little nugget of something of substance to, like, take away from mm -hmm. it and, and, and focus on. It's just, it's best avoided completely. What's so funny about it, too, is the reason everybody hates The Last Jedi is because it, in the, the softest, most gentle way, like says to Star Wars fans that maybe it's good to grow a little bit. And I and it's not just right-wing people. There are some like, you know, avowed leftists who just got totally lost in this this whole last Jedi thing. And if you were to say if you were to say to them that the last Jedi was, you know, Star Wars kind of stupid, maybe it's this is a little silly in the nicest possible way. Like, they would go ape shit. It's, mm. I love it. That's what I'm trying to say. I love it when people behave like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's very normal, very healthy, 
We think it's cool. Exactly. Uh, here's something. We've got a, a Kotaku article up about it, which I just wanted to get a quote directly from him. Mm -hmm. um, so, quote, some of you have expressed that due to my commentary on some game inter industry controversies and my sympathies for the Gamergate movement. That's how you can tell he's a fucking judge. He calls it a fucking movement. It's just <laughs> yeah. like not yeah. just a bunch of dipshits getting angry at something they imagined. Uh, that I might have a difficult time should I ever want to return to professional game development, uh, Leavitt said. I'm happy to say that, even though I disclosed my YouTube channel to Warner Brothers Games, it didn't appear to be an issue for them. Not that they endorse anything that I've said, of course, but at least they seem more concerned with making good games than pushing some kind of social justice agenda. So oh there is God. hope. Warner Brothers declined to comment when contacted by Kotaku for a statement on Leavitt's view and involvement in Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> some of you may have been concerned about my involvement in the eating glass movement but i'm happy to say oh my god fucking ugh, gross let's let's move on i want to get in the uh the the anti-vax truck before we uh oh, sign very, off very very yeah. well very well I, I was gonna put it take it out of the stack but if you you seem eager to talk about it, let's do it i, I think the anti-vax truck is very funny all right tell us about the anti-vax truck Reese. Hold on. Oh, this, these guys are getting mad about my ad, ad blocker. Uh, mm -hmm. The anti-vax uh, truck is in Euro Truck Simulator 2, there was a tribute to vaccine truckers. And <laughs> it seems like people got upset about the anti-vax trucker <laughs> tribute, like anti-vaxxers. And then they had to like apologize for being political about oh, yeah, the anti-vax movement. <laughs> about about upsetting the anti-vax fans who support <laughs> their their game and i just think that it's extremely an extremely funny abstraction of this nonsense about anti-vax it's like literally like the the most like neutral like thing that you could be in support of right now which is vaccinating people from the death plague that is decimating the country <laughs> yeah my fucking the fucking best part about this is that they're they bungled their their initial response to this so hard they were like they had a press release that says we do not take a stand either for or against vaccines <laughs> oh, no, that's, yeah that's the part i didn't want to read the whole article because i know we're short on time but that that was the key bit I just love it. I love it. Just the insane dipshits. You know, like, I guess if you're an insane anti-vax dipshit, you, you need to relax and do some trucking just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a, just a hilarious flare-up. I, I want to read the, their initial, like, press, their initial re release in response to this. Because, like, do it. Apparently, they, they're a Czech developer, and apparently the, Ch the Czech Republic has quite a... Uh, quite their own anti-vax movement of their own. Uh, so apparently people were getting mad at them for being like, vaccines are evil, you're evil. And then this is their, their first response that they absolutely bungled. Uh, the statement reads as follows, quote, we do not take a stand neither for or against vaccines. We just want to <laughs> express our appreciation and support for every real truck driver out there who have been facing a very challenging time since the pandemic situation began. I love it. It's just like, listen, it's not political. 
killing babies, not killing babies. All that matters is the truckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> you know, you know, vaccines, smack scenes. We're here for truckers, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. This is the next level above grill pilled, right? Yeah, truck pilled. <laughs> oh man. I just want a truck. Elon Musk is coming to take away the truckers' jobs, though. Going to automate oh. all those trucks. People are going to think that, that they're playing end. truck simulator, but it's actually just cooked into uh, the 5G network controlling the truck that they're <laughs> driving. God damn it. It's going to be like the fucking Matrix, but lame. Yeah. Man, uh, I another another thing I do that uh, demonstrates I'm a broken person is that I, I use TikTok a lot. And the absolute best like TikTok subgenre are truck talks of just truckers who are, you know, so many of them are just like the open road. Some song. But the, the best part about it is way more than anything else is just some sort of like trucker argument <laughs> that has broken out over God knows what. And it's always some guy in the truck just being like, don't make me get out of my truck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and and I I love it. I love I love trucker culture in general. Um it's 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 very wholesome in a way and also very funny. <laughs> That's why we on the pod, we stand neither for or against vaccines, but we definitely stand for truckers. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Regatto Toe stands with the truckers. If you're That's listening right. to this on a long haul, just give us a single toot That's for right. how bad video games are. Hell yeah. That's right. That's right. That we're, we're with you on all your journeys. All right. So we're getting up to time. I would just like, I've got one little bit that I think is a cherry on top of our conversation. Uh, you guys ready to, to close out? Uh, I just yeah. wanted to quickly say that... Um, it, to me, it, it's really telling of how big the anti-vax movement must be in the Czech Republic for them to even think this merits a response. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> talk that up to another uh, country that's doing really well since the collapse of the USSR. Uh, Good job. <laughs> I think the United States should be included as like a post-Soviet state. Just how incredibly <laughs> shit it's been ever since. So it's like, well, we can stop trying now. You know? <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> just really let itself go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Alright, so this comes to us from Patrick Klepek. Uh, well, this is one way to trick people into thinking your game has positive reviews on Steam. And it's a screenshot of a game called Emoji El Evolution. And... <laughs> It, um, it features recent reviews and all reviews is the recent reviews are mixed and the developer is very positive with the publisher being <laughs> very positive. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's, that's just wonderful. Un unfortunately, they, uh, they got banned. So thanks Patrick yeah. Klepek for RIP to very positive taking dinner out of these game devs uh, mouths all right so i think that that is everything for today we've yeah. covered we've covered vampire mommies we've covered mass effects asses we've covered come town and world of warcraft we've covered why harry potter is a sin uh and and and, and anti-vax truckers so it's the full spectrum of horny exactly <laughs> exactly uh, every fetish is represented tonight 
Hell yes. So let's go ahead and wrap things up. All right, Reese, tell us where people can find you on the internet and find all your good stuff. Uh, you can find me at Twitter, at your very good bud. And that is a nexus for all of the little treats and bits I give to my followers. A treat nexus. Go check it out. Wow. All right, Kay, where can people find you and your lovely ferret Skittles on the internet? Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter at K and Skittles. Um, I don't really give any treats, mostly uh, scorn and derision. Mm -hmm. um, and then on YouTube, um, we have we have nice little videos uh, at K and yes. Skittles. You can watch. I recommend everyone check out K's latest video about why the Biden administration is wrong about police training. It's, uh, it's mm. very good. All of Kay's videos are good. I also recommend all the ones about uh, Korra, the Avatar Legend of Korra, which is a dog shit show that I watch every <laughs> season of and hate. Yeah. And you should also check out Pictures of Skittles, who is really cute. Absolutely. Yes. All right. So you can find me at 8Alternate on Twitter. You can find me at Alton Plays on YouTube. You can find our main podcast account at Vigatoto on Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com slash Video games are the worst at pinecast.co for our website where you can find links to everything. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. All right. So until next time, until next <laughs> I'll time. see you in the vampire mommy <laughs> castle. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>